0: This is a head podcast. gibberish dude is it just gibberish it's gibberish he was good at gibberish
1: though he could just say gibberish and then people would understand which instruments to put like
0: to this day I don't think anybody really knows what he's saying when he says quote shamona
1: no no one's even come close to like doing an ad lib that's anything like that no like the closest we got was like Drake would be like yeah and that's just like, yeah, huh. everyone says, yeah, Bono says, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah he, goes, and he then does not
1: <laughs> Michael Jackson made up a whole language yeah. of ad-libs.
0: Don't you, bitch, down there on there.
1: Dude, he's good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he's just, man, he, when was, the like, I guess I can't think of really, uh. Someone creating a Sam. I can't think of the last time I saw him. I go, what's he up to these days? Run into <laughs> the Michael guy, in a <laughs> the guy that has no concept of yeah. time or no culture. Idea. No idea. Um, guys, welcome to dynamic banter. We're just jumping right in today. Um, you know, we're on, um, we're on borrowed time.
1: Everyone is. And, uh, <laughs> Everyone and while,
0: <laughs> and while we're doing, while we are aware of that, some of us more than others we're doing the best we can to hang on we're like that cat poster where the kitty's hanging on and it says hold on on it
1: <laughs> we are like that that's a very scholastic book fair poster yeah what were some other ones something? do you
0: remember do you remember those were like dude there was a yoda one in my yeah. library yeah yeah
1: I remember being very excited for the Scholastic Book Fair. And I remember that they used to pass out like a little checklist order form that everyone would get super horny for. Right. And then I remember um, I would go there and my parents would always be upset because because I would always come back with like a pop-up book or like um, (laughs) – some like really right. colorful book about dinosaurs and right then right like, do you even want to like try <laughs> to read like i know that these other books are just words but like think of the images you can make with your mind and i'm like i don't know if i can't move a dinosaur's mouth
0: isn't it funny like really <laughs> yeah if i can't move a dinosaur's mouth i don't want it i don't want yeah. the book
1: <laughs> essentially it's- that's kind of what happened
0: dude the library was such a important part of growing up for me and, and I'm sure for you, it was during a time where when you're a kid, you know, like I don't, I don't think my parents, my parents didn't want me going to the park alone and just making friends and then coming home before it got dark. Like my mom wanted to know where the hell I was and Um. she wanted, but she wanted to also make home life entertaining and, but also educational, right? Because all I wanted to do was watch The Muppets and play Nintendo all day. Um, but, you know, it's so important to, to basically get your kids interested in reading in some capacity. And I always felt like my mom would basically let us run loose in the library like library was a safe place to let your kid go. And when I was a respectful kid back then, I wasn't making fart sounds and horn noises in the library. Uh (laughs) I was respectful to the library patrons, I think. Um, But my mom basically let us kind of go wherever the hell we wanted in the library. And it, and also let us kind of like get whatever too. Like, I know that she, she was like, Like, dude, I remember getting like Stephen King books and I'm like nine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's a little too young, I think. But my mom was just like, if he's going to read, you know, then like, fuck it. And I and I really loved reading a lot. So I remember. But but yeah, like your your whole thing about the dinosaur, like having to get things that are for kids. I remember a time like that, but I also remember being able to get whatever the fuck I wanted.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, uh, whenever I wanted to, I was a big, uh, what was that fucking book? Scary Stories to Read oh, in the Dark yeah, guy. And I fuck loved yeah. those because they were, I mean, it's made for older kids, but it's still made for kids. So the words are nice and spaced out and their right. pictures right. really, really <laughs> gruesome, really <laughs> terrifying, traumatizing <laughs> pictures, imagery. And yes. they redid those books and they did different pictures. Yeah and they're bad
0: dude and then they made a movie and they didn't even honor the uh, designs that made the book yeah which was such a
1: big part of the the stories weren't that big it was the stories and the images together but i remember liking that because it was like a a collection of scary story short scary stories and that's kind of where my attention span was and then I love the movie *The Shining* at too young of an age.
0: And I Went to the <laughs> yeah.
1: to the uh, library to get that book, and then the book is like bigger than the Bible, and I'm reading it and uh, struggling through it because I'm dyslexic and stupid. And I'm like, when is it going to get, how long do I have to suffer through this trash basket before it gets scary? And then there were like chapters before anything scary would happen. Right. Cause it would just be be adult
0: stuff. It would be like for, for pages and pages. It's like. Of how
1: to run the overlook hotel.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, I dude, I also remember giving up in Stephen King books a lot, like definitely the younger I was, the quicker I'd give up on a, on something like that. But yeah, but I remember being like. I remember always going to like where the Jim Henson Muppet stuff was in the library too. like seeing the like there was this book that I would get all the time. I would just keep rechecking it out. And it was just this art book that showed you like behind the scenes of Sesame Street or something. And it That's was like, cool. yeah. And it showed you like all the puppeteers, like under the floor <laughs> and shit. That's
1: exactly the kind of thing. If you let a child <laughs> run loose in the library that a child would, <laughs> it
0: would zero yeah. in on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, in grade school, you know how you have the little library in your school? Yeah. I always got the same dinosaur book over and over again, and my Hell parents yet, were man. like, what is, What's wrong with it?" I was like, "It's a comforting thing. I'm an only child. Maybe leave me alone. If you don't <laughs> want me to watch wrestling. I want to learn about the stegosaurus. <laughs> you can't do anything about it." And then, uh, and then it it was books like you were saying, like art books. Mm-hmm. A lot of before I even knew that they were like uh, photography books. I would get, like, you know, Rolling Stone's best pictures from, like, whatever, 1991 yeah, to 1995 yeah. Yeah. or something. Fuck yeah. And um, it would just be cool to look at that type of stuff. And then when I could understand the words that I was reading, it was, like, only biographies. I didn't really give a shit about anything else.
0: Dude, yeah. I think I remember. I, re- I went through. A, I kind of went through all of the genres for, for a minute. Like, I didn't go into the romance books because that was too, too bad too much for... <laughs> <from> <laughs> that wasn't
1: words.
0: my that wasn't my bag <laughs> as a young boy I want I wanted the uh, the comic the graphic novels and stuff that that wasn't that weren't at the library yet but I remember there were some Windsor McKay books that like um the guy that did Little Nemo the like the kid that would fall asleep and go to a dream world it's like fucking 1900s 1910s comic Mm -hmm. book or something and i remember getting the art book and looking at all of that like so many art books and how to draw dude how to draw so many how to draw books but i remember in particular there was this one book this guy's name was scarf the artist (laughs) it was an artist and (laughs) i I, And I could, I could be pronouncing it right, but I'm pretty sure, or wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Gerald Scarf. And I think the cover just said Scarf in like this crazy red, like almost like blood splatter kind of font. And uh-huh. then, and then the art in the book w- was like all of these like twisted, weirdly like, like draw, draw. Like, imagine a highly caricaturized picture of Jack Nicholson with the big, giant fucking curvy eyebrows and the tiny yeah. nose and tini- like, you know, super caricature version, like the Boardwalk yeah. Pier drawing version. And then grab the chin and the head and pull it and stretch it as far as yeah, you can. I know what you're saying. Yeah. And it was like crazy shit like that with like paint brush splats like next to the pictures and stuff and Uh i remember being like fascinated by how bizarre and fucked up it was and a lot of it was like god i almost remember there being like like a like like a slice on a page and then like entrails kind of like busting out of some of the slice almost as if like someone's tummy got sliced and some of their guts poked out or something and there was okay. this like hyper real like gut image in there with like a crazy like 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 sword slice or something like, and like and imagine
1: like, an artist really like with their nose down on the page like
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah breathing hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> you it hurt my heart you break my heart <laughs> Like yeah, like (laughs) totally getting out whatever. But dude, I remember being a kid, and there was super weird, disturbing things like that in there, and then some like kind of like um, overtly um, sexual innuendo. like a lot of like um, nipples, yeah, yeah. the knife and nipples, nipples. (laughs) and it was like there was just a lot of erotic things in there too. And I remember like. It was a big, <laughs> and it was a big book with just drawings from this guy and I took it to my mom and I remember being like I want to check this out I want to I want to take this home and look at it and my mom was like okay like she didn't give a shit she like shuffled through it She's and like, looked it's at it like it's a
1: book how could it be any worse than anything else
0: right and I think my mom knowing my mom and this is pretty obvious to me now I think she was just like if he wants to discover art and he wants to get interested in art and he, he and his brother draw all the time and they're just drawing shit, you know, maybe this is like a way to get him into art. And if he wants to look at all the shit that's out there, like why not? It's art. And I, my mom was uh, always like that. I think that's what she was doing. That's
1: great. That's great. And that's why you turned out to be a relatively successful comedian. Right, right, because Because, you have such
0: a broad scope of shit that you took in as a kid.
1: (laughs) And I also think I read this book once and it was I don't remember if this one was the start with why one or if this was the creative curve thing. But they said the common denominator between a bunch of people like inventors and artists was that they all had encouragement from some source at a younger age, even if it wasn't their their parents, they would. You know, there'd be a teacher or like a older sibling or something that would encourage uh, just like creativity and stuff like that. Didn't fucking, you know, shame them for it or shut it down right, right away. And then they right. grow up and then they are fortunate enough to apply their adult skills to their childlike imagination and right. then get a, <laughs> uh, a job doing something creative.
0: Dude, I, I think I've talked about my fourth grade teacher before she was this art teacher that was also just kind of like it was a Catholic school where, even if you were the art teacher, you were also the English teacher and the math teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they had four teachers. Right, and exactly. 13
0: subjects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, this... who was
1: the basketball coach? <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Yeah, but... the secretary is the basketball coach. <laughs> <girl.
0: laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right. The basketball and also so many times the physical, the PE teacher was the sex ed teacher. There's yes like yeah and it's like what makes and also the, the dude who <laughs> fucked a bunch of students Yeah. <laughs> the one that was the creepiest yeah um,
1: <laughs> was in charge of the locker room <laughs> <laughs> right exactly
0: <laughs> yeah. so um I remember uh
1: <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> dude. no no it's fine
0: it's just like it all floods back cause it's like and you know we're back and I'll tell you what happened
1: <laughs> you know, going so over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't even know when we started the show, really, anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I don't Last have, an, week we I don't have an show. accurate. <laughs> 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 We've been having some technical difficulties today, but you know, whatever, man. Hey, we rise above it. Because at the end of the day, man, this show is all about Mike and I making funny jokes and trying to make each other laugh, talk about shit going on in our lives and our pasts, and being friends. And then you guys being a third wall, a third wall on the wall, a fly.
1: A third wall.
0: A third fly on the on wall, the wall and there's three flies. And then flies you go on through the, the-,
1: the mirror <laughs> bathroom, and there's a whole other apartment right there, and there's a wall.
0: <laughs> so okay so what I was saying earlier was was I remember um, I remember never really like I used to draw terrible shit in like my my textbooks <laughs> like everybody did everybody did to a degree but like you know we had these religion books that were like workbooks to go along with like teachings from the bible in this catholic school and the workbooks would have like you know p- picture Uh-oh. like <laughs> it would Uh-oh. have like pictures of people you know in the community doing nice things and there'd be like photos of people in church and all, all the all that kind of stuff and then um you know that i remember i think i'm talking about this there was a picture of a, of a pope that like i drew like a demon horns on and gave him <laughs> like his like his like pope scepter i turned it into mm-hmm. like a crystal like with electricity and like i it, it wasn't like it wasn't like i was turning him into a demon really i was turning him more into like a badass like heavy metal rock cover album pope <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, however um, you need to <laughs> right right
0: right i mean I, you know what however <laughs> however sacrilegious you want to consider that that imagery being i yeah. um I just remember it not being received well. No one was happy about it. I was told. You're to the not... kid they
1: look out for in schools. Like yeah,
0: that. I was told not to do it anymore. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, I won't. I, I won't. And so I ended up doing like, you know, drawing dinosaurs and shit and like like, uh, like skeletons fighting with swords and <laughs> Tell stuff. Tell me
1: the Pope doesn't <laughs> have dinosaurs. I'll draw a big old boy. A big old boy. <laughs> You think you could break my heart
0: again like that? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. All
1: he you. wants to do is draw horns on
0: <laughs> But like um, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, I remember it wasn't until fourth grade. Every teacher that ever looked at what I was drawing was mostly disgusted. But I remember my fourth grade teacher was this like hippie art, woman who drove a Volkswagen bus and she (laughs) noticed my drawings and was like, wow, you're really good. And that was like a big moment for me because it was like, well, my mom would say my art was really good and my brother and I would say each other's art was really good. And we'd, we'd, you know, have that kind of shared experience, but it was the first time like an authority figure, someone that I'm supposed to listen to and respect as an authority figure they're not my parents but they're they're an adult that is basically caring for me while my parents are working or doing whatever you know so yeah. it was the first time someone of that position was like your bonkers shit that you've been drawing in the, in these books is actually like an expression of artistic wants and needs and and it's an expression of artistic expression you know and that and that teacher being like this is good made me really helped me be like okay well then if adults can think this is good then like i think i'm doing okay and maybe i'll be okay in my creative world you know yeah it was just i still have that
1: with my parents once in a while like my dad called me uh, two days ago. And I, have been putting up stand-up clips recently. Mm. And uh, he was like, I, I went into a little wormhole and I was watching a bunch of your stand-up, and I was laughing really hard out loud. And I was like, as long as you and mom don't hate me, I don't, <laughs> I truly don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks.
0: Right. You know, exactly. Exactly. But
1: when you're younger, you do need someone who's not, Uh, I mean, when it comes from your mom or your dad encouragement, that is a gift in itself. A lot of people don't get that.
0: But it's like the only uh, thing. If you get that. Yeah. If you've had it, if you had it, then you you you're used to that. But it's the only kind of like love and respect you get. At all is from just your family Essentially and
1: then you you start To grow up and you're like oh you have To do that and then right I Know I started in music Especially I would always ask If they thought my stuff Was good right if they thought my music Was good and I never remember They always said that they liked It and they told me not to talk shit about My previous stuff in case Somebody else liked that More than I liked it Which is a lesson that uh, I tried to do, but I can't help. How, <laughs> I know I have ears. I know how terrible right. I was. Um, but it is important to, uh, to, if you're going into a creative field where the stuff you make is based on just the zany ideas in your head, it is, it's like, there is a part of that process is getting, um, encouragement and there's another word that i'm trying to think of that i'm sure i would yell at myself if i was listening to yeah. this right now
0: just like support just just
1: support but like validation from yeah. people who right you know right. are not your are not necessarily your yeah
0: it's important <laughs> like i i uh it's it's just it's so interesting how wor- words of validation and um you know, it's so important in your informative years because then later on it makes you either way full of yourself or not enough full of yourself or There's, somewhere in between. It's such a
1: delicate balance to create a halfway decent person.
0: Right. It's impossible to recreate it in a lab scenario. You just have to, like, let go and and let kind of people be themselves and, and hopefully they, you know, they have learned the things that are helpful to humanity and helpful in in situations where people need help and and want to just live their lives freely or whatever but it's interesting how like you know i think about when you have when you decide to have children you have to kind of like give up the the idea that you can control what that being will be Mm -hmm. and that's really hard for people to to fathom i bet you know and especially when now we learn about how people are groomed or or like brainwashed a certain way because a parent thought they were doing the right thing when in reality it turns out to really screw them up as an adult or something and there's no way to really know what those things are you just have to kind of like everybody kind of fakes it and when the, and when positive things align they kind of just go with that flow i feel like
1: yeah well anyone could to have a kid
0: right exactly and there
1: are so many adults that just shouldn't right because they didn't even do a good job
0: right because they don't they don't know what right they don't know what they didn't get the things that you know like a loving uh art harboring home and so you know Mm -hmm. and maybe and then they grow up and then they have a kid and they're like you know hopefully they're like well my parents didn't give a shit about my art so I'm going to give even more of a shit about your art, you know, and maybe yeah, that, maybe and you that's never know. helpful. And you never know, but there's so many variables. Yeah. You yeah, just have man. to give up what, you know, you have to give it up. You have to just let You're the just, world handle it.
1: It's weird, man. You're pooped onto this earth
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: and you don't know how to do anything. And then you depend on the people around you to teach you how to be right, you know, and there's never, ever going to be a time where everyone acts and does the same shit and the the i think you know
0: ever ever
1: there is never gonna be like that and the fact that we're even anywhere close to all kind of having similar ideas on what is right and wrong is kind of insane
0: yeah because it's like we're also in by that same token we're also like um learning to uh, accept people for who they are also Mm -hmm. like, like on top of hoping that their basic wrong or right functions are, uh, healthy, you know, whatever, whatever that even means, but like being comfortable with, um, with people thinking differently than you and understanding that, there's nothing you can really do about that other than just give them what you want to be given, you know, like, which mm-hmm. is, which is a very basic Christian teaching, like treat others the way that you want to be treated. Yeah, um, and don't
1: hurt anybody. And
0: don't hurt anybody. And it feels like yeah. that that's such a baseline for how to be a human. And then beyond that, it's like you're on your own and you just have to accept it. Like, you know, these people, if you're a huge sports fanatic and then you have this, like, huge, like, this person that doesn't give a fuck about sports, you have to still be, like, well, we can all exist together still. Like, there doesn't, we don't have to eliminate sports or eliminate fandom. We just have to figure out a way for people to, like, for nerds to calm the fuck down about that and for sports people to not bully nerds and stuff. And, like, you know, in a very basic... Not quite huge. Problematic. Like if way. the world
1: was an '80s movie, that that would be like the defining <laughs> moral compass. Uh, high All school right, 80s you like movie. Get on this side of the room. <laughs> if you like yeah. calculators, get on this side of the room. <laughs> right, right.
0: It just yeah. So it feels like um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of mental. We've talked about the mental gymnastics when like being friends with people. But we haven't really we don't really talk much about the mental gymnastics of navigating humanity. You know, like those are things that we weren't taught in school for sure. But things that kind of you just learn from the the school of hard knocks in a lot of ways. But
1: you don't learn most things in school. You don't learn most uh, very functional things that will. You know what dude, I don't want to speak too broadly and a lot of this is me not remembering school super well. But <laughs> really? you don't really learn how to be a happy person. No. In school, you That's learn that point. you have a half an hour of PE a couple times a week. And you learn that maybe, maybe you'll enjoy your art class or your music (laughs) class, or maybe you'll connect with one of the other subjects. Right. We don't really learn how to be happy. You know, you're just kind of like do math while you're interacting with these people and figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? And right. if you're not doing it well, you have to stay here even longer after <laughs> after everyone has gone home.
0: <laughs> right. And you get punished. Uh, they don't teach you anything in expression. detention
1: either, by the way. No. I don't know like, how much you had detention. I
0: back mean, in the dude, day. think about how like people that go to jail, like, how, how is that an, an adequate way to like someone? Oh, you get educated someone. in jail.
1: Right. You could take like, classes, dude. You could like totally. learn skills.
0: Right, but they but jail is supposed to be a place where they put you because you fucked up in in freedom, and Uh so we're gonna lock you away, and you know I feel like detention is like you know prison is like the detention of life in a way, but it doesn't. I don't know if anybody really like does a murderer learn not to murder anymore in prison. I don't know. Everybody's different. Let's take a
1: let's take our first caller. Let's take our first call. Yeah, on line one. (laughs) I did. Yes, I think if ahead. you have your freedom mm-hmm. taken away from you, that definitely changes your life as much as totally. any of your other experiences. Change. But I mean, you like, you still have to want to change as a person.
0: Don't you remember detention feeling like jail in some ways as a kid? Like No,
1: I don't think there's any comparison. Well, because obviously. In, uh, but when
0: you're a kid, you're like, I don't know what prison I, it's the closest is. thing. It's but the I've closest been punished thing. way
1: worse by my parents than I ever have a teacher. You know, being like, even when you're locked in your room, you're just with all your stuff. Totally. You know the the you need to be punished for acting however the fuck you want at all times if it impedes on another person's sanity or health or well being or your own.
0: Totally, I just don't remember detention ever really making me feel like, man, I don't want to go back there. It just seemed like something that was like, I mean,
1: you would you have detention every day if you had your choice? No,
0: no, but if if. It didn't stop me from being like a bad kid, you know? Like it didn't it didn't really like if I got detention because I made a loud fart sound in the middle of a test, Mm -hmm. it didn't stop me from doing a loud a loud a loud fart sound like two weeks later, you know? Like it just like it just felt like Stopped you
1: from doing it every day though.
0: It stopped me from doing it every day, yeah. But but it's like I'm. if I made it through Detention like how hard of A punishment is that you know like
1: I guess it's the It's the absence of whatever you Could be doing yes like the Whatever yeah. you could be doing is anything you fucking want I could right. go home and watch saved by The bell or play Fucking turtles in time or whatever right. the Fuck but <laughs> right. I'm here like looking At fucking Miss Hamilton's Weird neck
0: while she grades and being papers silent. yeah Yeah Exactly. And she
1: has to smell like her cigarette break and come in here and ask me if I've learned my lesson yet. I know I don't want to do that. I would much rather be doing anything else.
0: I remember because I mean, detention is different for for a lot of different people, too. And also it got different when you got to high school. Detention was like, I feel like detention in grade school, middle school, whatever was like, read a book, whatever Uh book you want for an hour and then go home. And for me, it was like. All I wanted to do was finish reading this book. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that bad. But in high school, it was like, you have to study. Like you can't read a book. You have to do work. Like you have to do schoolwork. That, Mm -hmm. that made it a little more miserable for me.
1: We had to do it anyway. You had to to do it anyway. Do do right here. I would do my homework in class all the time. As soon as we would get assigned homework, That's all I would do for the rest of the class. What a weird memory that I would have never thought of if we didn't have this conversation. Dude, if God forbid a teacher – if there's any teachers listening, you assign (laughs) homework as the bell is ringing, idiot, because I would do – dude. (laughs) If the teacher was like, you better listen up to this next half an hour because this is what the homework is going to be, immediately I start doing the homework so I don't have shit to do (laughs) at night when I go home. That's smart. That's smart as fuck. Yeah, but then they would catch you out because everybody else would be reading and you would be doing the (laughs) fucking... (laughs) Hydroxy... we didn't did, learn about that did, but like, plants I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't plants. really
0: care I think if I was the teacher but I'm not like made to be a teacher like I would be right. not a good teacher but yeah. I mean if I had to do it I could do it but I wouldn't care if someone was doing their homework I'd be like that's smart as fuck good job But the point is that you really <laughs> weren't
1: like learning the things you were just putting down words right. to get the words done so you didn't so you could have more time to
0: i mean i feel like i was doing that anyway but but you know everybody retains like i feel like i don't feel like i learned anything from school other than what i learned from my friends and Mm -hmm. like life there's
1: probably so much i mean i wouldn't be able to pick out details but there's like subconscious stuff like i know vaguely how the government works (laughs) and that there's (laughs) branches of the government
0: (laughs) yeah you You don't learn anything like
1: important like how to take out a loan or how to fucking like
0: buy how to how to do your taxes or
1: yeah yeah, i mean it is
0: a long way off when you're a kid but i would love for them to teach how to read the room
1: (laughs) social (laughs) skills dude that was why i did better in college because you got to pick there were like um
0: shit you're interested in
1: yeah, for the most part, there were there was like base level classes that you had to do, yeah. and I, I forget what they call those. Um, but then there were like, I took a human sexuality class, I took black studies class. I took all of these photography courses and digital design and I was Hell like, yeah. oh, you could go to school. That's why like- You can look dude, forward
0: to going to school. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to
1: like, You know, this is too late in the pandemic for this conversation, but <laughs> anyone who was on unemployment, I didn't do unemployment because we got to keep doing certain jobs and I, I didn't think it was fair essentially. But uh, thank goodness for that. But anytime I had been on unemployment in my life, like when I was 18, 19, 20, whatever it was, I was always like, why didn't I take unemployment and then take another elective like night class and basically get paid by the government to like learn something. Yep. And uh, I learned a lot of things in quarantine and like taking class. I didn't get paid for it, but. Uh, there's always but like a class you would take, no matter how hard you hated school. There's like shit that you could do that like exactly lines up with what. Oh you yeah, want to dude!
0: Out. You can just like put. You can you can get index cards, for example. Write down all the things that you want to learn: the piano, a different language, how to paint. You know, what do
1: good dick stuff?
0: How to do good dick stuff, be like learn more about politics, whatever. Put it all up on the fucking wall and get a dart or something and throw it at the fucking wall. And then, whichever one it lands closest to, you could just be like, I am taking the month of September or the month of April or whatever to do that. And if I by the end of April, I love it and I still want to keep doing it, then I'll fucking keep going for it. Like, there's just so many things that you can you can do if you have the time. It's just crazy to me that like, cause dude, I remember at Sony, we, um, in the video team at the digital at Sony digital, we would get like large batches of work to do. And then we do all this work for months or whatever. And then there'd be like two or three months where the work was so light that we, we could go home early. We could do whatever the fuck we wanted to. Uh And our supervisor was like, do you guys want to like take these um, like Mavis Beacon classes or like whatever the whatever the teacher the teaching tool was um, for typography and like font stuff and like After Effects? And I was uh-huh. like, Yeah, wait a minute, did you just say we would get paid? to learn how to like make typography and and use after effects and they're like yeah and so like we did that for like six months or something and yeah. we were getting paid while we fucking did it dude and it was like also what you a-
1: know who fucking dude. never gets a job at the company after that the person who's <laughs> like no i'll go home
0: yes exactly <laughs> exactly i got I shit know to people do. who
1: volunteered i worked at um this place, I don't want to say the name of the place, but I worked for Facebook. a place that did a lot of work for A&E and the History Channel. Mm-hmm. And then I, I worked a couple TV jobs when I was younger in Connecticut. And it was always the people who were like, yeah, I'll come in on the weekends and learn how to do this or whatever that like still work there yeah and god bless them for that because they have a house now
0: yeah dude exactly <sighs> and maybe even two houses they have two
1: houses <laughs> one where they really want one and one where they need to be
0: one where they escape when they need to yeah <laughs> <laughs> damn that hurts um all right well let's get some uh <laughs> dude i remember like being like there are people who deserve the accolades and I'm kind of just the, the um, morality booster <laughs> energy guy that, that knew how to do video encoding and audio editing and stuff. And, uh, and, and I knew that like all of the friends around me were going to like get married and have kids and have houses within the next five years. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, I could do that, but I could also like lean into my comedy and go into the riskier realm of like, Let's see what happens. Um, but yeah. yeah, and what a ride it's been. Like there is a world where I, when I was offered the source job where I could have just turned it down and been like, no, I don't want to work at a startup where the money sucks and I don't have health insurance and I can't survive. Yeah, and a lot of
1: people <laughs> wouldn't. And there's nothing right. wrong with that. And I come from a, a place as well where everyone from the town has a relatively the, a similar trajectory, you know, you get right. married at a certain time yep. and then you get your house and then, you know, whatever. And right. we chose a life that was very, not that, but no. I also think that not monetary wise, but the payoff, the emotional payoff for a lot of the things that I, and we have gotten to experience is unlike any other
0: oh, si- yeah. life
1: situation that I've ever 100%.
0: Like I, I, no. I think about, I try to think about that often. I try to think about how like our accomplishments as, as like small as we feel internally, they might be. They're not like, we've helped a lot of people and we've made a lot of cool shit. And, um, we, we've made a, a little mark in the dent of the digital space. Um, mm. not that that really matters, but to that me, it's
1: matters zero. It matters zero. To me. You know what I think about a lot is especially, I mean, this year put perspective on everything for everyone, but everyone is so, you know, uh, focused on like health stuff. And this is what you need to do to stay healthy, keep your body healthy. And this is, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. And there was kind of a neglect of everyone knew that there would be mental anguish and um, emotional Kind of turbulent times that went along with all of this. And I think about, yeah, like me and you don't have a house, and we're definitely not first responders, and we're definitely not a lot of very important things. But we do let, uh, I mean, we do help people who maybe have more of a, maybe a less creative outlet in their life listen to something weekly. Regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on and mm-hmm. hopefully be a little happier, you know, hopefully contribute to someone else's happiness in a very tough time.
0: Yes. And like
1: everyone is needed, you know, all totally. the pieces of the machine are, are needed. And I'm incredibly grateful to be that part. In the machine.
0: I agree. You know I, I, mean? I feel the same way. I wouldn't want to do. do
1: anything else.
0: And also, like, I there what is... What am a, I going to do in my
1: house? Jerk off in the halls?
0: I can't just <laughs> jack off in the halls and and the magically the bills get paid. Great, I got two
1: floors and eight rooms. What am I going to do? Jack off in the
0: halls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You can't just jack off all day. You got to work. Dude, yeah. I there's a world where I, like... <laughs> Stayed married and had kids and was a Sony guy, and then like that department kind of folded a few years later. But I probably could have gone to like ImageWorks or DreamWorks or you know, you could done... find another. I could have yeah, found yeah, yeah. some kind of job like with all with the five years of experience at Sony on my resume. Like I could have taken that to any studio probably and been like, "Here's my resume," and probably get a job in a cubicle at a studio being just outside the door of the people that were like on camera doing entertaining stuff.
1: Creative adjacent.
0: Yes. I could have done that. And I think about that world and I think about how would I be happy with a home and children and a yard and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, I like what I have. I like what I've done so far. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm proud of myself and my accomplishments and I don't I don't care about the world that didn't happen anymore really. And I don't yeah. think there's there's anything healthy in thinking about that world. And and I have no regrets. I have no regrets. No, man. And that's great. And that's
1: I I love when people who chose who maybe had a shot at everybody has a shot at everything, but who maybe chose to to, you know, go the other route and have no regrets about that. Because yeah, they have a beautiful take the riskier route. And,
0: yeah. And it's hard to yeah. you don't know if the risky route is going to be like fucking hell. And it and both routes could have hellish moments and life does have hellish moments, but mm. um, there's literally nothing you can do about it. So the, so the best thing to do is to be like. Look at what I have and look at what I what I've done and the people in my life that I that um love me too and care about me too like that's very important stuff that's more important than the what ifs
1: you think about if you're listening to this show right now find yourself a piece of paper and a pen and write down four things five things that happened because you chose the life that you did and that you have no regrets five things and that you have no regrets about. And then look back at that list and cross things off one by one and think about how goddamn sad you would be if that thing didn't happen.
0: We have a question the from glasses. the audience, if that's okay. Yeah. About yes. it. <laughs> because there, yeah. there's some questions about the five things.
1: Okay. How much? All right. Well, if we're just going to open the mic to literally anyone who wants to come near the mic every time the mic is turned on, then what's the goddamn point? <laughs>
0: that's a beautiful mic i like that i like writing man there's so there's there's something so intimate about reconnecting with annulog items and when and just writing something down on a piece of paper some of these kids are growing up with screens in their little baby eyes in front of their baby (laughs) eyes and they
1: little shriveled baby their tiny little
0: baby (laughs) developing baby eyes are staring at these screens and you know it, some of you may have, have not even touched a pencil in your life
1: go ahead and go outside and touch your pencil
0: <laughs> why don't you go out to any old flower bush yeah, <laughs> and pick a pencil out of the ground
1: Peter Piper picked a pencil
0: and then cut off a piece of paper from a tree <laughs> and write down
1: <laughs> How much? a lot of All people right. know that paper falls from trees like leaves
0: Dude, let's do some ads really quick. How about it? Okay.
1: Yes, please.
0: Hey, I've got something to say to you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Steve's having a good time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we talk about Squarespace quite a bit. We've been blue in the face talking about Squarespace, and I'll do it again. Uh, And I would do it again. Um, Doesn't take much, but I'll tell you, Squarespace offers such a golden thing, which is the chance to build a website that looks professional and good and like someone who really knows what they're doing built it. And you don't need to know anything about web design in order to achieve that. And I think that's a magical service that Squarespace provides Um, It's so easy. You can choose your URL, which is anything that ends in like a .com, .net, .org, or something more specific like .art. If you've got some art you want to sell online, you can sell unlimited things with no transaction fees, effortlessly manage your inventory, orders and customers check out you can check out their portfolio of third-party tools that can be connected to any squarespace commerce website for more relevant business solutions efficient workflows and creative support you can market your brands you can do whatever the heck you want anything you've ever seen on a website you can do with squarespace and you can Steve. go ahead my boy
1: steve in the past do you know what has come between every, anyone who wants to carve out their little niche on the internet? Something that's just yours. It's the g- gatekeeping language mm-hmm. of uh, HTML and that whole skill to learn another language, which is a very uh, admirable thing. But Absolutely. not everyone. Sometimes you're a parent. You got a full-time job like we were just talking about. You don't have that. But now you could have something on the internet that's yours. It's not your profile on somebody else's website or art site or social media site. It's yours. It's all yours. You could do whatever you want. Yeah. And you can make it look exactly however you want without knowing, without having to learn a new language. Mm -hmm. Anyone
0: can do it. And if you don't believe it, then why don't you check out Mike Falzone's website, mikefalzone.com? That's a Squarespace Squarespace
1: person for a long
0: time for
1: the exact reasons I just told you.
0: Correct. So, guys, here's the deal. With Squarespace, you have the ability to customize the look, feel, setting, products, everything else with just a few clicks. And all websites are optimized for mobile, which means you can do it on your phone if you want And content automatically adjusts to your site to make it look good on any device right out of the box. When you create a website with Squarespace, you get free unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, and dependable resources to help you succeed. And most importantly, you don't need a patch or upgrade or anything. It's all web-optimized, guys. And there's 24 hours a day, seven days a week support from their award-winning customer support services. My goodness, you ever have a problem with your site? Don't even worry about what time of day it is.
1: They're basically waiting for you specifically to call, which you may
0: not even have to, but they are there. That's right, 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 So guys, why don't you stop listening to my dumb voice and Mike's nice voice? Why don't you go to squarespace.com banter? You can get a free trial, and when you're ready to launch your site, which you will be, you can use the offer code banter to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. That's banter, B-A-N-T-E-R, at squarespace.com banter to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Guys, check it out! Thank you, Squarespace.
1: Thank you, Squarespace.
0: Hey, how about this, guys? Let's talk about what goes into a shoe. I'd say a foot. (laughs) Absolutely, Mike. And we're both right.
1: I didn't buzz in, but... No,
0: I think think it was very much a yell-it-out-if-you-know-it type situation. I hope (laughs) everyone else did, too. Not to mention
1: other brands.
0: (laughs) 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 Guys... I'll tell you what, your, your socks are very important and I'll, and, and here's, here's a good example of that. Have you ever gotten a blister on your foot and it sucks to try to step on where your blister is for the whole rest of the day, week, whatever? Everyone's been there. We've all been there. And I'll tell you what does that bad socks Socks slipping off inside the shoe, so you're scraping your raw foot up against a shoe in some way, dude. Mm-mm. You got to be picky about your footwear, guys, because not all socks are made the same, and I think we all know this. So, to perform at your best, you need to feel your best from head to do, to, to uh, do, re, mi, toe, fa, si, lo. The right gear can motivate you. <laughs> That's the European version of it. The right gear can <laughs> motivate it. you. That's the metrics. <laughs> <laughs> and all your socks. Guys, Features is obsessed with making the perfect sock. All right? This is a big deal. <laughs> Ones you don't have to think about because their custom fit means they don't slip, they don't bunch, and they definitely don't give you any dang blisters. Man, I don't think there's anything better than when you put on a sock that is engineered specifically to hug your foot in a soothing, supportive way. I feel like I've got support, strength, and care around Dude, my. You bare know what's foot.
1: interesting? I put on some feature socks yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Why does this feel a little bit off?" Because you know how they have the left one and the right one. Oh, and did I was you? Like, There's no way. <laughs> that the left sock like a shoe would feel a little bit uncomfortable and they do, they're so nicely form fitting to your feet that it does feel a little off on the wrong ones.
0: Dude. And that's funny because I've seen socks that are like, this is the left one. This is the right one. And there's and like, literally okay, no difference. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. But features for sure is engineered for there to be a difference. You've got yes. your toes all going in a certain direction on your right foot and your left foot. You've got an arch on the different side, whatever, man. These socks really kind of like, they grab a hold where you need them and they stay there and they feel your so heart. nice. Steve's talking about your heart. Oh, not only is it a compre- a targeted compression that acts like a hug around the arch of your foot which keeps the sock in place and prevents it from doing all that bunching and slipping. It also puts a mental hug around your heart. And, guys, there's a lifetime guarantee. Let's not forget that. Features are so durable and long-lasting that if you're unsatisfied at any point, they're going to give you a replacement pair. No questions asked. Guaranteed to be the best socks you've ever worn. And I'll tell you, it's a family-owned company. That's always nice. Hugh Gaither founded the company in 2002, and now he and his sons John and Joe, love you boys, own and operate the company in North Carolina, and their mission is to create products that help you achieve your personal best. So guys, why don't you go to Features, all right? They're going to challenge you to try a pair, and if they're not the best socks you've ever worn, they'll take them back. That's it. No skin off your Kinda foot. cocky. Give it a shot. You just go to features.com slash dynamic. That's F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com slash dynamic for $10 off your first pair of features. Don't take our word for it, get those socks on your feet and then sing their praises in a history road. You send it to us and you tell us if you loved it or not and I get the answer, it's already yes. Hey guys, last but certainly not least, my goodness is honey oh i love honey you know why because honey helps us save money Ooh, honey and money they go well together and we all shop online guys and you know you've seen that blank field that says enter promo code and you always look at it and you're like "Ooh, i don't have a promo code
1: yeah i remember a time where that that uh area was blank
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Perpetually blank. Perpetually blank, taunting Those days are over. Screaming at you in the night.
1: (laughs) Thanks to Honey,
0: (laughs) I'll tell you, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. I'm reading it from sites from, like, tech... And gaming products to popular fashion brands, even food delivery guys.
1: Best way you to find out on food delivery,
0: oh, yeah. And the best way to find out is to actually just go <laughs> okay, go to joinhoney.com, get the free plugin, I guess you'd call it. It's free, it's a plugin, it goes into your browser. And it just knows when you're going to buy something and it does a nice little fun animation. And the next thing you know, you're saving money. It's it's absolutely free and it helps the show. So that's crazy. Um, And it installs in seconds. Okay, and by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and you're supporting us, the boys, the two DBBB boys. Mm. So why don't you get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash banter. That's joinhoney.com slash banter because, oh, you're going to save money on your clothes, on your tech, on your pizza. I'm telling you guys, I bought so many things that I forgot Honey was even working and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is that cheaper? Honey save the day.
1: I've seen Steve's apartment just pizza stacked pizza boxes. up all and, over them. And it's
0: the same place because I know Honey is going to give me the discount. um so don't be a dummy check out honey there's over 17 million members that have saved over two billion dollars using honey that's nuts so why don't you guys check it out
1: seems like a lot of money
0: oh yeah dude it is i'll never see that much money in my life but knowing that honey has helped people save (laughs) that much is so wonderful makes my heart sing So, go to joinhoney.com slash banter. That's joinhoney.com slash banter. And you help the show out and you get to save some money, huh? How about that? That's a kiss from the boys. Mm -hmm. Thank you, honey. (laughs) honey. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Nice. Thank you, Steve. Very done.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you, dude. Thank you to our (laughs) sponsors and thank you to people who check out our sponsors. Speaking uh, of
1: people who check out our sponsors. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a portion of the show that we normally do at the end of the Mm. show Mm. called History Road where we read your stories that you write into us. We've done it since episode one and Steve and I were talking before this episode of the show during all of my misfires and mishaps with technology. Johnny Five is not alive. I think we could all agree. But uh, we want to read a bunch of History Roads today.
0: And if that's okay with you guys, we'd like to get started
1: and we'll wait for an answer. history I found out, I found out.
0: Guys, this first history road comes from Taylor Felker. <laughs> okay. I'm going okay. to my pants. Guess what the subject line says, Mike?
1: Does it say don't read my name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, even better. It says we're having a two horn honk BB boy.
1: Oh, very nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. It's been Tell the I doctor exactly what you get told. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taylor says, hello, DB boys. My name is Taylor and I'm going ha- gonna to be having a two horn honk BB boy this Friday, February 18th. Whoa, that was a while back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the kid's 36.
0: <laughs> I wanted to see if we could get a shout out for our baby Bennett on this week's dynamic <laughs> banter. This is a late shout out to a two horn born boy, baby Bennett, BBB.
1: And Bennett, cover your eyes. This is just for your parents.
0: Hell yeah, Doug. You can watch it when you're older, Bennett. <laughs> we got COVID married, 10 people socially distanced, squashed sketties. Not sure how that works when you're a girl. And now we're about to become parents to a baby boy. Oh, we read this. We read this last
1: week. This was the the one that I read last week from the from Instagram.
0: Wait, this you exact, remember? you read this whole email? Yeah. Or it's similar to it.
1: Remember when I was, no, no, no. Remember when I was like, um, there's a baby, somebody's having a baby and they Man, would like a shower. I don't out? remember that. Yeah, I did because I remember the line specifically about squash and sketties and not knowing how it works because.
0: Oh yeah. I did. I yeah, did yeah. remember that squash and sketties came up recently. Is it from this? Yes wow all right well you got two history roads we hope you're okay and actually dude um there's a phone number here let's call him should we call him yes hell yeah
1: i hope the baby picks up (laughs) (laughs) hey you've reached a one two horn born guy it's me bennett All right. Is that the ring? Is that their outgoing ring? Yeah, tone? they're all. They've almost. <laughs> they're
0: almost answering.
1: <laughs> the ring back tone. Okay, let me see. I'd be ringing. <laughs> Dude, somebody in the comment section of something was like, "Why is everybody so horny for Nicholas Hamilton all of all of a sudden?" Who is Nicholas Hamilton? And I forget if it was a YouTube comment or what, but somebody is straight up like, "I mean, who's we- who is he?" <laughs> <laughs> also, I like how they hear like me and you talk about it, and probably you got you had him on Valley Folk stuff oh, or yeah. whatever, and they're like, "Who? The, why
0: is everybody? Where's this right? guy coming from?" <laughs> a- and he's in the middle of promoting like new music and stuff, and it's like, "Yeah, wh- wh- why all of a sudden?"
1: What's this guy's deal? But yeah, we we like him.
0: We like him. He's our friend. Yeah. What was their name? It's the kid. Hello. Hello, is this Taylor? Yeah. Hello, Taylor. This is Steve Zaragoza from Dynamic Banter and Mike Falzone from Dynamic Banter. Mike is asking (laughs) you to shut your dog up. Is that possible? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying. No, you don't have to do that. (laughs) Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm doing great. This is crazy. We decided to call you because Mike read Your History Road on the show. And then I started to yes. read it again, not remembering that Mike read it already. So we decided that we've got to make some piece of new content out of this. <laughs> so we called you. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually listened to the episode in the hospital. No way! It did, it, <laughs> did it help the baby come out smoother? Well, he was already here at that point. Oh, we missed we it. We were late, regardless. But he got to hear it, so. Not we missed it, and I'm sorry about that. No, congratulations! Okay, congratulations. we got to hear it the day after he's born. So what's the what's what's it like being a parent? It's pretty, pretty great, pretty crazy, but
1: no sleep.
0: Yeah, I heard that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Are you guys enjoying are you, are you enjoying it? It's I mean you you guys are probably stuck at home during this pandemic a little bit, right? Like at least that's part's got to be good. Yeah, it's been I mean that's one good thing about covid is that um, we don't have to have all of our <laughs> family over. Right, yes. Right now we can oh, be like oh, yeah. nope, you can't come over. Thank Christ. Now I have a quick question for you and then Mike has a question for you and then we'll let you go. Cause you know, you're a parent, you're busy. Here's my question. Have you dropped the baby in the toilet yet? <laughs> no, we have not. Okay.
1: You took my question. All
0: right. Oh, sorry. I, I took to Mike's question. question.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> dude, go out there. What are you doing Mike- for yourself? Or do you have any time for yourself?
0: Mike wants to know if you're doing anything for yourself. Have you found time to do things for yourself at this time? No, not yet. (laughs) Okay, good. Good. I have him strapped to my chest right now. I'm trying to (laughs) eat and hold him and deal with the dog. We messed up by calling him. We called it the wrong time, I think. We did.
1: (laughs) No, he's asleep, so we're good.
0: Oh, that's good. Put his head up to the phone and let me... (laughs) While I honk this (laughs) horn. (laughs) No, no, don't do that. Wake up, kid. Um, Well, (laughs) listen, we want to to say congratulations to you. And uh, we hope that you guys have a great time being parents. So many rewarding days are ahead of you. And all your hard work will be rewarded to you. And if you need babysitters. And if you need babysitters, Mike and Zoya are available. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. If we ever come California.
0: Where where are oh, you guys? Like,
1: we are in Ohio.
0: Ohio. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you <just don't> go... <laughs> I will not talk to people from Ohio. <laughs> Steve hates Ohio,
1: and they know why. He doesn't like to talk about it.
0: But <laughs> they they know. That's great. Um, what a
1: lovely, lovely, what a lovely sounding family.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I wish them the best. Yeah. Um, Dylan Ward sends an email saying. History Road Wisdom Teeth edition. Oh, I hate this. Hey boys, today I got my wisdom teeth out. All goddamn four of them. But it's all good because they gave me that good, good sleep water. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. It's bad.
1: The stuff you take on the plane.
0: (laughs) My first memory of coming to was when I was in recovery in a recovery room with a nurse. And my wonderful girlfriend. Shout out to that. Oh, yeah. Shout out.
1: Lucky guy.
0: I was so happy that everything went okay that I wanted to do something nice for the nurse. Uh-oh.
1: The no, perfect time to do it.
0: <laughs> so I started asking her about her shrubs. Oh, her scrubs. Her scrubs. Then tried to search up figs to use your boy's code. Uh-huh.
1: That's, I rem- that's real nice.
0: That's very nice. I remember dude, asking. No, imagine her- this dude fucking zonked
1: out on fucking. On, <sighs> hey, what's your. Those are good. when you're wearing now. I know a dynamic banter that can help you get 20% off. So why don't you just try hey. promo code dander.
0: You heard of dynamic damper. <laughs> <It's like> Dynamic, <laughs> tanned. Tamb- 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 pampers. You ever see
1: this picture? Look at this picture.
0: <laughs> this picture I took. <laughs> Um I remember asking her how many pockets she had. <laughs> 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 she said four and it gets fuzzy after that but i just discovered my search results <laughs> attempts dude, oh man mean like
1: countdown from four pockets and it will be over before you know it
0: dude you your bit is real that what? you just did about countdown him going like let pockets. me look through the let me type it in He's, he pasted <laughs> yeah, yeah. he pasted a screenshot of his search result attempts for getting to uh fee- uh what is it figs to getting to the figs yeah. and he says "So for many your, detours for your v- viewing pleasure here are those attempted search results from my iphone much love dylan <laughs> and there's it looks like there's uh one two three four five attempts uh-huh. <laughs> the first one says <laughs> Scrubs, forn dynamic and banter, perfect. So it's sxrubs space f F o r n dynamic and banter, all one word.
1: This is like a normal tweet from (laughs) (laughs) me.
0: The next attempt was snurbs, forn dynamic banty. It got worse. That worms. was the
1: promo code that week.
0: And then there's one that just says, "This one's close." DynamicBanter.grubs. dot grubs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those are nice grubs. You know, I bet I could help you out. <laughs>
0: Pulling this sideways like a sidekick. <clears throat> if we ever, if we ever, if our audience were reptiles we'd have dynamic banter grubs, <laughs> get your grubs for your snakes and shit for your lizards. Uh-huh. Um, and then we've got dynamic snim Banter dot vrubs
1: That must've been it.
0: <laughs> and I don't know if this is related, but the final one says PSP audio, wear coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Nice work, Dylan.
1: (laughs) Well, you you didn't help out that nurse, but it sounds like you're on your way to recovery.
0: Okay, and then finally, Camille sends an email saying, top five bits reply. Please read, I promise it's maybe funny. So check this
1: out. Yeah, go for it. I asked Ryan to tweet out, what are your top five bits? Because uh, man, all the bits that you guys like from the past such helpful information, but they are all. I think we can all agree they're all varying lengths. I think some of them go on for half an hour, and some of them are maybe like two and a half minutes. But we really do want to put a small collection together for you for a for vinyl reasons. record. Yeah. So anytime you feel like tweeting or messaging your top five bits, it'll go into the database. I'm going to try to take the the most requested ones and put them in a some kind of nice package.
0: Um, and we thank you for participating in that. I think there's still time to do so if you've oh, if you want to check our ample time. Twitter account. Um <laughs> but there's enough this... time for us
1: to save up to actually <laughs> produce that.
0: So Camille has has added uh her top five favorite bits and says, I love you, thank you. Number five, drill bits.
1: Uh, Number four,
0: out. DagNat Bits. What... <laughs> Number three, Bacon Bits. Number two, Tid Bits of Information. And number one, Rab Bits. Dude, I would have,
1: I, there's, I guess there's a part of me that respects that attempt. There is a part of me that respects the attempt because you did get me and I was fully invested, especially I did, went through the whole intro. So I was fully invested. But if you ended that, with the fifth one being like, and Joe, <laughs> <Tostitos,"
0: laughs>
1: then I would have fallen out. <laughs> yeah. Especially so with in almost in- a very good joke, but definitely a joke. Right. And in the description,
0: it says, <laughs> please read. I promise it's maybe funny. Yes. It, and it was. And she says, hugs and kisses, hugs and kisses, hugs and kisses from a baby born horn corn hunk girl. <laughs> <laughs> what was her
1: name? Taylor. Camille, Camille, listen, Camille, you got me, and the punishment is never listen to this show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Camille, Kamazel, thank Um, you for your email. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. We'll we'll do a whole bunch more next week. Obviously, Mm. we got to get. I want to get through a lot of these unread ones that are kind of like deep in the account here. Uh-huh. um cuz there's a lot of them so we'll get to those i know we say that a bit but we will get Dude, to those you know what's so we'll much try our funnier best.
1: than cuz there's you know there's people who get upset because we haven't gotten to their thing yet right and to just not get to it is bad enough right. and then to reread something we <laughs> are <laughs> Fucking, there's somebody who like has a really good one
0: that's buried in it. That's like fucking twice. <laughs> they got twice. That's it. I'm never listening again. I'll never be friends with you, kid. <laughs> um. All right. Well, guys, listen. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sending in your history roads um you know part of the fun is our brains not working right (laughs) all the time and maybe rereading some or doing bungles and stuff but that's part of the fun of the show but i want to thank you guys for joining us um and thank you for our sponsors and thank you for supporting our sponsors and supporting the show
1: yes and thank you for letting us into your lives at least once a week um, if you'd like to let us into your lives in other places i've been super horny about tiktok lately if you listen to the show last week that's all we did was talk about our newfound love for tiktok and how it feels like when youtube was first starting yes. so i really like the general energy of that little late adapter but having fun <laughs> so that's the place where i'm having yeah fun. steve are you having fun
0: i'm having fun man I like TikTok too. I use it sometimes. I'm I'm not a daily poster, but I definitely have a TikTok. If you want to look for that trash, yes. what's um, your thing?
1: Mine is Mike Falzone comedy.
0: I don't know. I think it's I think it's it's I don't think it's just Steve Zaragoza. I think it's something like Steve of the Valley Folk or something. Yeah, you'll at, find it. Somebody at find Steve it. of the Valley Folk is what it's called. But That's um, we have fun on there and it's fun stuff. But uh, but yeah that's awesome thank you guys and thank you mike i love you but oh anything else i
1: love you too i just want to say thank you so much i i uh, was talking to byron yesterday and he said that you guys kind of went nuts on all the beatles stuff and i just wanted to remind you guys that we do have dynamic banter beatles themed stuff that's like our newest little merch drop that we've done and thank mm-hmm. you so much. know, We had mixed reviews for that stuff because there's people who obviously don't give a shit about the Beatles, which is fine. Mm. And then I I was kind of overwhelmed with with those one day. And then the next day, I read a bunch that are like, that was awesome. It was great to hear you guys nerd out about blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I know we have a vast array of people who listen to this. And it's always going to be whatever the fuck we want to do. And then you decide if you want to deal with that. But thank you for the people who showed love to the Beatles stuff and – um, we really appreciate it. We love making stuff for you guys. So we like when you like it.
0: Yeah, and I think we might do something like that again in the future because of how people we'll do received it. We'll just we'll do more. The we'll beginning. just start from the beginning and do it again. <laughs> Wait, we didn't do this. Shit, we already did this. <laughs> we just Wait, forget. did I say they were black and white for the first three years of the band? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to Dynamic Banter. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.